Hello, I'm Beatrice Valerie Nero, and you're listening to This is the Voice of the Prophet. I have walked in the office of the prophet since God revealed the anointing he has placed on my life for close to 40 years. This podcast is a territory that he has assigned me that I pray will be done only as he ministers. The purpose of this podcast is to share the word of God under the anointing of the Holy Ghost as he ministers and speaks to my spirit as to what he would have me to speak to you, his sons and daughters. Let's use each and every episode to help us as his sons and daughters to talk about the elephant in the room, which is racism in the body of Christ. For too many years, pastors, teachers, and leaders have tried to sweep this issue under the rug while pretending and acting as though it didn't exist. You can help and support this podcast through your love and prayers, and also by telling your families, friends, co-workers, church members, and everyone you know about This is the Voice of the Prophet and how easy it is to tune in through any podcast server under this title. And remember, if for some reason you don't receive it through the uploads or to hear previous episodes, you can always reach This is the Voice of the Prophet on every and any podcast server. Thank you and God bless you. Now let's get into the word that God has for us for this week. Hello, everyone. I pray that you have a blessed and happy new year. Before getting into the podcast for this week, I want to remind each of you that you are always in my prayers every day, year in and year out. I may not know you personally or even by name. However, when I pray, I ask our Father to bless those that listen to this podcast and to give you wisdom. I petition the Father on your behalf that I will only speak those things that he speaks to me and that we will all hear him clearly and concisely as he has ordained. I ask that your ears would be open not to hear my voice, but to hear and know his voice and his word as he speaks through me. One of the things that I've said for years and continue to say is that no father wants his child born deaf. No father desires that his child would not be able to hear his voice. It's no less with our heavenly father. He wants us to hear him and know that it's him, our heavenly father, who's speaking to us. We must know not only when we're hearing our Father's voice, but also how well we listen to and obey our Father's voice. That brings us to this week's topic entitled, How Long Will You Waver Between Two Opinions? The Word of God tells us, according to Hebrews 9.27, that it is appointed once to man to die and then the judgment. Each of us will stand in judgment before our God, and each of us will give an account for the things we've done. We will have to give explanations for the decisions we've made and the actions we've taken. And let me say here and now that unlike many have done in the past couple of years, we will not be able to shift the blame on someone else for the wrong decisions that we have made. I've shared this analogy before, but here it is again. When we send our children off, we give them instructions as to what to do and what not to do. 
A good parent will teach their children and remind them that they must listen to what they're being told and basically don't follow the crowds. When the child comes home with a behavior report or a note from the teacher saying that the child was disruptive or disobedient, the parent will inevitably ask their offspring, what happened? The smart, intelligent, wise child will hang his head in shame and say that they're sorry, ask for forgiveness, and be determined not to disobey again. However, the disobedient, obstinate, foolish child will begin to make excuses, oftentimes blaming others for their actions. They will use the excuse that it was because someone else did something or that they did it because everyone else was doing it. It will be the second child who will bear the strongest punishment with the parent usually stating, but what did I tell you to do? So it will be when we stand in the judgment. The excuse of what someone else said or did will not be accepted by the father because we will be held accountable for what our father has spoken directly to us. It's what he has told us, what he has spoken to us that we have chosen to ignore or disobey that will bring about his judgment. It will not be accepted when someone says, but my pastor or the prophet told me thus and so and this and that or the other. Whose voice are you going to listen to? We cannot allow our politics to become our prophets. We cannot follow Christian leaders who have become prophets that are listening to lying spirits. How long will we waver between two opinions? We all remember 2019 when so many prophets said that Donald Trump would be reelected as president. There were prophetic words, messages, promises, and all the rest that were spoken from newscasts, Twitter, Facebook, just about every other social media platform available, and worst of all, from pulpits. The big name prophets, televangelists, and pastors all agreed that God said that the then president would sit in office for a second term. One person even said that he would be the first nine-year president. When those things didn't come to pass, those who had spoken in error were like the second child that began to make excuses. Rather than apologizing and being remorseful for their mistakes, they blamed others and defended their errors. This is literally what brought about the January 6th insurrection. Rather than repenting and saying that they were wrong, they perpetrated the great lie that the election had been stolen. In the 2000 presidential election, the Democratic candidate, Al Gore, won the popular vote but lost the Electoral College, which put the Republican candidate, George W. Bush, in office. There was no insurrection. There was no uprising or lies perpetrated saying that the election was stolen. They were people then and still today who believed that the election was tampered with, but they accepted the results even though they didn't like them. That's democracy. 
I don't understand how people don't understand that Trump lost both the popular vote as well as the electoral college. But listening to false prophets and the lies of the former president, many people, especially Christians, chose a way that God never, ever intended. Now, some would say that it's all water under the bridge, that it's over and done with. Some will say that they're tired of hearing the same thing over and over. However, as I've stated in the past, there are some things that need to be discussed. There are certain matters that cannot and should not be swept under the rug. Rather than calling on people to shut up, be quiet, and not talk about it, the actions and the moves of hatred and racism that these lies have brought about need to be discussed. The things that have occurred since the previous president was in office are absolutely demonic. The hatred that has risen up can be adequately and precisely blamed directly where it should be and that squarely on the shoulders of Satan himself. Lives that have been taken, black men and women who have been shot and killed because of racism needs to be confronted. And it's all because of the division that was brought about under the past president. There is a division in this nation as there has never been before. And it's all because of bigotry, racism, white supremacy, QAnon, and the hatred that's been stirred up through political discord. It's no longer just a matter of political differences and opinions, but now it's a total rupture with a chasm so deep that rather than trying to heal it, they are now trying to dig it even deeper so that the divide will remain. Beware of the words you listen to from the pastors, preachers, prophets, teachers, evangelists, and those who are wearing the title and speaking words as Christians. In a previous podcast, as well as in a past blog page that I wrote, I've made more than one reference to 2 Kings 18, where a spirit was sent to be a lying spirit in the mouths of 400 prophets of Baal. Without newspaper, internet, TVs or radios, that one spirit was able to deceive 400 men into believing that Ahab would win the battle and be successful. Let me repeat that. A lying spirit said that the then sitting leader would be the winner, but he lost. And the reason he lost was because God said he would lose. In spite of what the lying prophet said, it was God's ordained will that that particular king would lose. Selah. Pause and think about that a while. And just for a heads up, for those that went into the battle with that leader in order to help him win his battle that God had ordained that he was supposed to lose, they too either died or in the case of Jehoshaphat, nearly die. Be careful of who you're fighting for. Once again, God has given me 
that same scripture and we are being warned. I glanced at Facebook last Wednesday and saw someone had posted a message giving a certain date by which all prophetic words for 2022 had to be in. Let me say here and now, we may not be responsible for what others say and write. However, we are responsible for how we receive and act upon what others say and write, especially when it's being said that it's from God. We are responsible as to how we react and move with these so-called words from God. Again, it's given once to man to die, and then the judgment. It's no less with sermons and messages that we hear from pulpits. No matter how much you believe, love, and trust your pastors, inevitably, when we stand in the judgment, it will be what God has spoken to us as individuals as to what we will be held accountable for. This is why it's so important and literally mandated that we learn to hear God's voice for ourselves. This is not to place us in a position where we are unteachable or where no one can tell us anything, not at all. However, we must learn to know the difference in hearing the voice of God clearly and concisely for ourselves. I cannot stress this enough. We must learn to hear our Father's voice clearly and concisely for ourselves. We must learn to be able to distinguish between truths and not just errors, but lies. We will stand in the judgment. Let me add that there will be many, many who will not have to wait until the final judgment, but will literally receive judgment and chastisements right here on earth. Remember Jehoshaphat. Learn to hear your father's voice when he speaks to you. We are free will agents. God doesn't make us do anything. He doesn't make us serve him and he doesn't force us to obey him. It's our own choice as to who we follow, listen to, and obey. Don't be so quick to want to join and follow the crowd. I've had many to ask me how I hear God's voice. How does God speak to us? God can and will always speak to us through his word, the Bible. If and when he speaks to us through dreams or visions, it will always line up with his word, the Bible. If he speaks to us through a prophetic word, personally or corporately, if it's him, it must line up with his word, the Bible. It will not be a situation where it's a little of the Bible or partially from the Bible. It must line up completely with the word of God. As the old analogy goes, God will not tell you or have someone prophesy to you that someone is your husband or wife while they're still married to someone else. 
that doesn't line up with his word. That tells us that if we truly want to hear God's voice, then we must know his word, the Bible. In different countries that I have visited, I was hindered because I didn't know the language that they spoke. I wasn't fluent in French, Spanish, or German. Therefore, I had to rely on interpreters to tell me what was being said. I had to rely on those same interpreters to tell others what I was saying, and I could only hope that they interpreted correctly. I knew that my stay in those countries were temporary and that I was coming back to my own country where I totally understood the language. As young Christians, we have to rely on those who are more mature and familiar with the word of God, with his language, to tell us what they believe God is saying. However, as we grow, mature, and develop, we must learn for ourselves how to hear from our Father. God is not speaking to us in a language that we cannot understand. He wants us to not only hear him, but also to understand him. That understanding comes not only from reading the Bible, but from spending intimate time in his presence. God speaks to us in our spirit. We must learn to hear not from voices speaking to us as though we're hearing things, but learn to listen, not with our physical ear, our minds, or even in our hearts, but to listen deep within our spirits. It's not something that you learn overnight any more than a baby learns to understand overnight. However, a baby, even a newborn infant, knows the touch, caress, and love of its parents. We all know that babies thrive through being touched, held, embraced, and talked to. When we're in our Father's presence, we learn to know and understand his touch, his love, and his embrace. The more we stay in his presence, the more we learn not only his touch, but also his voice. When someone gives a word that they say is from God and we run with it, we are held accountable the same as if we had given that word ourselves. Again, in 2 Kings 18, Ahab was not spared because the prophets lied. Let me give you another example. In 1 Kings 13, there was a prophet that was sent to speak a word to the king. Before the prophet began his errand to deliver the word, he was told not to go back the same way that he came. After the young prophet had delivered the word to the king, an old prophet, one who was no longer hearing the voice of God, went to the young prophet and lied to him, saying that God had said for him to come back and refresh himself. He listened to the old lying prophet and went back. When he left to return home, a lion killed him. The lion didn't eat him or tear his flesh or the flesh of his donkey. It just killed him. There is judgment for those who don't listen and adhere to the voice of God for themselves. 
So what if they're new, young, immature Christians? We all know the word of God. To those that know, they will be whipped with many stripes. And for those that don't know, they will be whipped with few stripes. However, both young and old will be judged and receive the appropriate judgment. As always, I'm sure that there will be words coming forth this new year as in years past. They'll probably have their little catchy titles and phrases to get your attention. However, it's what God speaks to us individually that will matter. Please don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying not to listen to the words that will come forth. However, what I am saying is what God is saying to me. Be careful of what you hear and even more so as to how you allow these words to affect your behavior. Be careful as to how you allow these messages that people are saying are from God to influence what you do, say, believe, and how you react. Even while listening and learning from others, learn to hear God for yourself. Because after all is said and done, that's what we will all be held accountable for. We must decide who we will hear, whose voice we will follow, and what God we will serve. Choose who your God is, either the false prophets that your flesh desires to follow or the true and living God. We cannot continue to waver between the two. In 1 Kings 18, 21, it reads, how long will you hesitate between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal, follow him. But the people of Israel did not answer him so much as a word. We must choose who we will follow. Either it will be the politicians who many are allowing to become their prophets, or the true and living God who we are learning to hear for ourselves. We must stop wavering and choose ye this day whom you will serve. Either God is God, or your politicians are your God. We cannot allow ourselves to be deceived by false words and false prophets. I pray that this episode has been enlightening to each of you, and I pray that you will share it with others, encouraging your church members, families, friends, neighbors, and co-workers to listen to the podcast, This is the Voice of the Prophet, on any podcast server. Until next Monday, remember that I am praying for each and every person who listens, asking our Father's blessings and favor upon you. God bless each and every one of you, and thank you so much for listening.